0: Alexa, accept call. You received a call from an inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored. Well, hey, hey there, Lakeisha. How are you? Ah, good. See, you know, being locked up, it's so nice to hear some good news once in a while. Ah. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, they're lifting some of these restrictions and allowing you guys to, to visit. So. so how is your little daughter doing? Okay, yeah? Oh, that is fantastic. So now you have full custody of your daughter. You don't have to worry about that little jerk that contributed the sperm to her birth, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that is that is very good news. It's it's about time something's going right in your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, so uh so is uh Brian still in prison? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Now why in the world would he stab a guy? Oh, uh, Yeah, that's a big problem. That's like the road rage thing. You say something that doesn't seem right, and all of a sudden you just go overboard. So now look at him. He's going to get an extended sentence all because of that. Well, that's good. That worked out in your favor because now you don't have to worry about him being in your your daughter's life. So how is the uh, fight to uh, reduce your sentence coming along? Okay. Good. Good. And so your family has no problem watching out for and helping you? That, okay. Yeah, that is fantastic. Well, you know, I'm going to have to uh, reach out and uh, get in contact with them. See if there's anything I can do to help. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely, yeah, I'll, I'll write a letter for you. Well, yeah. Okay. That. That's good, too. oh boy, yeah, yeah that you know that's the kind of stuff that uh, will really definitely help uh, you when you get out. okay, and so does she uh, does she have kids too? Okay. Well, uh, just uh, email me her information, and I'll uh, I'll reach out to her and see if there's anything I can do to to uh, boost her morale and help her get through these troubled times. You know, young lady, this this is great. It is so nice to hear you in such a happy tone. It looks like things are finally moving in your direction, and that's that that's absolutely fantastic. It was hard enough being stuck locked into that place with very little support and then you find out your family is behind you and your your daughter is in good hands and you'd be heading out into the free world with something comforting. Well, you know, I'm 100% behind that. And uh, anybody that you know that could use a little bit of help, just remember what you went through. You know, you had a tough time and you were really stressing over your daughter. And then with uh, perseverance and with a little bit of uh, support from your friends and family, you were able to get through a big, tough hurdle. Ah, yes. So you're giving good advice to your cellmates and to their family. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's one of the good things about some of the tough things we go through in life. We'll learn a little bit. We know how to get through it. And then we can share our knowledge with other people so that they don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. See, your your daughter is really going to have it made because she's going to have a loving wise mother to help guide her through the toughest times. And you know she's going to be going through some really rough situations. Right. Right. That is fantastic. You know, every word that comes out of your mouth right now is nothing but good news. (laughs) Okay. Well, what can I say? you know we 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 have a lot of things you know in, in, in to look forward to we've got uh, we've got some legislators out there fighting to get some of these uh sentences reduced which is good trying to uh reduce the prison population and trying to uh Increase the odds of success for some of these reentry programs. So I'm I'm not going to complain. Well, yeah, yeah, and you know you can't you can't say that for everybody. It's just that there are some people out there who care, who want to make it. And you know I know a person now. He's, he's doing very well. He's he's supporting his child. You know he's making some albums. And uh, he's recording music, making videos. You know, he's like the poster child for uh, the Department of Corrections. The type of person that they're looking to release back out into society. Someone who is is atoned for their crime and has taken advantage of all of the available resources and ready to go. And... They're not really listening to him. They're not helping him out. And I'm thinking, what else can this man do to prove to you that he's ready to get back out in society and he wants to prove himself? He's done everything perfect. And it's just so frustrating. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I talk to him on the phone, it's it's just very sad because he doesn't know what else he can do. And they will not listen to him. There is actually people out there in the judicial system that will say, "We don't want to talk about it. Your case is done." Right, right, exactly. And so, I, you know, he could definitely help us out here because he could he could go on the the talk show network and and talk to people about his situation. He could also. Uh, I would say, you know, write blogs and and, uh, maybe even papers and books. Right. And, yeah, I know, it's all about the Benjamins. They definitely benefit by having them in there. But if we can change society, you know, change the way we think about this, that it's more expensive to keep them locked up, than to release him out here. He's a taxpayer. And a lot of the legislators don't realize this guy is a voter. And his family votes. So if they continue to suppress him, they may not be in office much longer. (laughs) Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah, we did vote out a few people. But it just seems seems like this kind of issue with the atrocities that's going on inside a prison, they don't seem to be a big concern anymore. You guys committed this crime. You need to be locked up for the rest of your life. We'll just throw you in there and forget about you until it's time to get out. And then we'll bring up stuff that has nothing whatsoever to do with your uh, release. Well, yeah... And see, when you get out, you'll help us. Prison reformists, we're a minority now. But we speak loudly. And people are beginning to take note. The best way to reduce crime is to fix it at the source. To find out what's causing it. I know, I know, drug addiction is big. It's a, it's, but, you know, that's a, that's a medical condition. That's something that we could treat in uh, hospitals and clinics. Right. Yeah, I know, I know in Washington, a large part of them were, were drugs. And so once we changed the law on that, a lot of the prisons were emptied because we were just locking people up. Oh, you were dealing with drugs? You go to prison. And then they get this felon felony on their their record for the rest of their life. Ah, right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, You know, your daughter, that is good. And, you know, with you talking to her about the drugs and talking to her about crime and talking to her about community and volunteering and all the good stuff, I'm sure she'll listen to that. You know, it, it 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 would probably resonate with her a little bit better than with anybody else. Because, you know, if you look to parents who've never been in prob- any trouble, never been to prison, never had any major concerns, and then you're telling them what not to do, it's kind of hard to absorb all of that. But with you, you know, you're in prison. You can say... You know, don't follow in my footsteps here. If you do the, if you you take the easy way out, you may not always make it. Right, right, yeah. So she's, she's in a good good position, when you look at how, she looks up to you, and she will definitely. Take in every word that you have to say, because there's a lot going on with you. And that's just the best in the world. Okay, well, it was nice talking to you. All right, okay. and uh, you you take care of yourself. All right. okay, goodbye. Okay, welcome to AQS Inmate Call. I'm your host, Joel Wilborn. Just got off the phone with Lakeisha Gray. And uh, she was giving me some good news about her daughter. She was able to get full custody. And uh, she was able to visit her, you know, after all this COVID stuff. And she's got some friends who are looking to her for some advice. They want to try to get... uh, connected with their family and their their children. So she's really excited. And her her ex, baby daddy, shall we say, uh, was given an extended sentence because he stabbed one of his fellow inmates and Course, you know, that's not a good thing. So uh, he's going to be locked away for quite some time now. And we, I guess it brought up the little fact that family and friends are a big part of an incarcerated person's life. And just because they're locked up doesn't mean they should be blocked from talking with them, visiting with them, uh, communicating with them in any way. I don't personally think that should be a tool to step on a person. You know, when a person gets sentenced, they're not happy. And so they wind up going to prison, losing pretty much everything, especially for those long sentences lose their home car, job a lot of friends don't want to talk to them anymore and so they're sitting in there and then once in a while somebody will want to communicate with them reach out to them and they'll talk to those people for a little while and and it it gives them a little bit of connection to the outside world and helps them feel a little better but then to turn around and say, you know, you were caught with some contraband in your room, so you can't talk to a person for sixty days, or two, three, four, five months, or something. I think, I think that's mean because it, it's it's almost as if you know you're you're suffering as it is and they just want to add to it they just want to increase your suffering you know you're not suffering enough we're going to because you were bad and i think pretty much everybody on this planet desires some kind of human connection especially somebody that you love and is close to you and it's very cruel to to do something like that to somebody but you know That's the way the prison system is. And we need to change that. We need to bring that to the public's attention. And so, you know, in a case like this, it was very nice to hear some good news and she's going to refer some people to me. And so that's something that we look forward to to help them to uh, relax and come out Feeling good about themselves. You know, if they have no connection with the outside world, when they come out, they're not really going to feel that they belong. And usually the people that I work with, I'm still in their life. They get out, they don't hate me. You know, they don't want to run away from me. I I haven't turned on them. They know they can rely on me. And some of them just disappear. They go off to their friends. But I just feel comfortable knowing that I'm there. Just in case. You never know. Now, uh, I do have on the org site, a little tab called OxyWord. You can click on that and you can listen to some real phone conversations with incarcerated people. I'm working on... Increasing that and getting some people who have been released and some people who are victims or family members. You know, it's just a work in progress. But if you want to hear some real concerns from the voice of the people that are infect, uh, affected by all of this, go to society.org and click on OxyWord. You can read some testimonials from them, and you can listen to them on uh, YouTube. Once again, thanks for joining us today, and I hope you go out and have yourself a wonderful day and make beautiful memories for tomorrow.